this morning, um, I'd like to invite Pastor Moses to lead us for that. Pastor Moses will be leading us this morning um, in, you know, as we continue in this series of Summon His Army. So, Pastor Moses, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, over to Thank you, sir. You. Thank you so much. Um, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, thank you, morning. Stephanie, for that leading scripture. Uh, how it shall come to pass. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. These are the days of the spirit of God. These are the days when God is releasing capacity and strength. And I just want us to spend a minute just praying that scripture over us again. Lord, this is your day. This is your time. This is your moment. You're working on us. You're working on maid servants and men servants. You're working on children and adults. You're upturning things that have destroyed lives for generation. And this is the time for restoration according to your word. While many see the brokenness of the earth, we see you working. We see you moving, we see you declaring and establishing your purpose. So this morning we speak your grace and your power and your strength. We thank you, O oh Lord our God. we declare your glory and your mighty power, O God. In every generation, a remnant of your work will be manifest to God. In every generation, those who know you will call upon your name, O God. We declare a God full of power and strength and glory, O God. We declare one who reigns and who runs this army. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare who you are. We thank you for the proclamation of your decree. Raise your decree upon your people in all the earth. Raise your people in the earth. Raise your the <laughs> Baba <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen. Amen. I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to just share share the, the prayer burden for this morning. 
And the prayer burden for this morning is titled, Summon His Army or Summon a Response. You know, I know the entire overarching theme has been Summon His Army, but we are calling forth a response today. You know, if God makes a call, then we, his people, are responding. We are responding to the call of God. We are responding to the declaration of God's life and power today. And that's what I just want to share very quickly this morning as we pray. But I just want us to be guided on the prayer points. I don't want us to, I don't want us to just pray without direction. I want us to pray with this direction. So it may be good for you to just take a moment and immerse in this thought before we begin to pray. Just take a moment and immerse in this thought. God has summoned his army and you are that army. There's a need for a response. So today as he summons his army, I am ready to respond. Are you ready to respond? Yes, I want yes. you to say, I am ready to respond. 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 I am ready to open up myself. I am ready to declare the power and the life of my God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So let's begin. Our opening scripture is Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, verse 16 to, to uh, 19. But to what shall I liken this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their companions saying, we played the flute for you and you did not dance. We mourned to you and you did not lament. Listen to this scripture. This is Jesus speaking. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. Hey, 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 hey. Simon, sit down. We mourned to you and you did not lament. Yeah? Sit down. Sit down. Wait. Sit. Wait. Simon, you have to sit. Sorry about that, people. Now we can hear you. <laughs> can we mute, please, Stephanie, and then just Pastor Mo is speaking. Please, it will affect the recording. So let's do this again. March chapter 11, verse 16. But to what shall we, shall I liken this generation? It's like children sitting in an open marketplace and calling to their friends or their companions saying, we played the flute for you and you did not dance. We mourned to you and you did not lament. Yeah? For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and said, look, a glutton and wine biber and a friend of tax collectors and seat sinners. It's wisdom is justified by her children or wisdom is justified by her actions. Wisdom is justified by her fruits. How we know someone is wise is by the action it takes, he takes. How we know someone is wise by the fruits that the action produces. Wisdom is justified by her children. God is calling. And when God calls, his call demands a response. You know, we're not the ones who determine when to produce fruits. It is the husbandman who decides when, to, when we, we produce fruits. Don't say I'm too young. Don't say I'm too old. Don't say I'm too set in my ways. Whenever the master comes, our job is to produce fruit. Like Jesus looked at the fig tree and cursed it and said, you missed a season. As a result, you will miss every other season. Do you know one of the most important things in the entire journey of our faith is a response. It's a response. It's a response in a window. Every one of us has an opportunity. You know, the grace of God is eternal. It never runs out. But this is not true. The grace runs out. 
there comes a season when you can't do it again. So the Bible says, honor your creator in the days of your youth before the days come when you say, I have no pleasure in them. So God is saying that you have a window. This whole thing of opportunity, of spiritual provision is not eternal. Believe me, your days are numbered. So you have grace that is within a season. Grace is within a season and at a time that grace runs out. It runs out. So Jesus said, how am I going to describe the children of this generation? Yeah? We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We mourned to you and you did not lament. When we play the flute, you dance. When we mourn, you lament. Because whatever we do, whatever the sound says in the spirit demands a response. Whatever the sound is saying over us right now demands a response. If you hear beautiful music, you dance. If you hear mourning, you lament. This is exactly the demand of the spirit right now. And God is saying, respond to the sound. If it's the sound of dancing, you dance. If it's the sound of mourning, you mourn. Respond to the sound. Let's just pray that prayer this morning, that we are a people of response. And as we hear the sound in the spirit, we respond. Just yes. lift up your voice. You can mute now. All of you guys, mute as many as you can. Let's just, let's just have a prayer. So Lord, I respond to the sound. I respond to the sound. And I hear your call. I respond. When the friend goes dance, I dance. Oh God, I respond to the sound of the season, oh God. I respond to the calendar of heaven, oh God, because I have walked by your spirit. Before I respond to you, I respond of my own will. I respond according to the will of God. I respond, oh God, by the will of your spirit. I salute and I respond. This is the day of your power. This is the day of your release. And I, your man, I respond to you. I respond to your word. I respond to your life. I declare there is a willingness in my spirit. I am not hard-hearted. This is the window you've opened. And I respond within the window of your calling. I am not like the children of this generation who do not know how to respond. I am not like the people of this time. can you imagine in one, in one verse, there are two examples. We played the flute to you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge for you and you did not lament. You did not mourn. That's like, so Jesus was like, what can I do to get your attention? What can I do? Is this sorrow I'm supposed to bring in your life to get your attention? Is it joy I'm supposed to do to get your attention? Can you believe that it means that every flute, every sound that blows in our life is designed to produce a response from us. It's designed to produce a response. So let's go, let's go on. As soldiers, the work that God has given to us this season, number one, is to declare and reveal the glory of God. Our job is to raise the sound. You know, last week I was sharing, the Holy Spirit was saying to us, the first thing God does when he wants to do a new work is to send the sound. He raises an alarm. 
he, he declares the sound from heaven and everyone on earth who catches the sound begin to proclaim the sound, begin to declare the sound, begin to speak. And God begins to fight wars and free captives from chains. And if we're his soldiers, then we must be involved in these things. We fight wars. Where are the people who are chained? Where are the people who are chained in your world? Now God begins to eradicate disease, pain, trauma, suffering. God begins to work in the earth. God begins to raise his sons. We're going to speak over the brokenness of earth. You know, sometimes we think about disease and only think about like pandemic, but there are many diseased minds. There are people suffering from depression. There are people suffering from from brokenness of all types. There are people suffering from darkness, deep futility, anxiety, panic attacks. There are lots of problems of suicidal people. In the name of Jesus Christ, we become the soldiers of God to speak over their lives, to proclaim liberty. You know, and then we are at the, at the personal level, God actually gives us the ministry of making men love instead of hate. Wherever you are, are you increasing love? So when we hear soldier, soldier, sometimes we think soldiering means wearing military boots. Sometimes it may include that, but most times, guess what? Our soldiering is in the spirit, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So God begins to say to us, Ephesians chapter 6, take on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in, an, in a wicked and an evil time and haven't done all to stand. Stand therefore. So when you take a stand, number one thing you do, raise the sound. Number two thing you do, fight in the spirit. Number three thing you do, free captives from chains. Number four thing you do, end disease. Let your voice be heard in the heavenlies. God told us he had has beheaded the hydra-headed monster called coronavirus. The head of it has been cut off and you will begin to see in the nations that this disease has been ended by the power of God. You will begin to see in territories that even though health authorities will be cashing on, on it, but God has ended the scourge and God has ended. He's declared an end of this virus and from now on you begin to see so that the trashing of the virus will still be trashing for some time but that the head of the monster has been cut off, is going to die. And God wants us to declare love. Let there be love. Let there be power. Let there be increase of God. Let there be connection in the spirit. Let there be relationship. Let there be building. Let there be partnership and collaboration in the spirit. Let men come together to do God's divine work. When we belong to an army, no soldier alone becomes an army. If God raises a soldier, he has an army in mind. You are not alone in this warfare. You cannot fight alone. You belong to a battalion. You belong to an army, an eternal army that fills the whole earth. So can I ask you a question one more? Are you his soldier? So let's take a look at some soldiers who God has used in the past before. The Lord gave the word and great was the company of those who published it. The Lord gave the word and great was the company of those who published it. As soldiers, we are publishers of the word. We are carriers of a divine message. We are leaders in declaring the mindset of God in the world. We are people whose voice is being given. So I want you to pray this over yourself one more time. Just say, Lord, you gave your word and I am a publisher. I am a declarer. I am a, I am a reproducer of your message. I am the one who bears your word. I bear your word in my loins. Speak it over yourself. I'm a bearer of the word. The Bible says great was the company that published the word. The word of God does not fall to the ground in my life. That which the Lord declares, I speak as a soldier. I am alive to the information broadcast from heaven. I do not hear the lies of the devil. I do not hear the lies from hell. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare the, the truth of God's word. God's word says it's time for liberty, it's time for freedom, and I connect to that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, oh God. 
we worship you, almighty God. We glorify you. We magnify you. Give your word. So take a look. This is Martin Luther, and he was a freedom fighter. He was a man of God, and God is calling us to be freedom fighters as well. There are people on this call who will take on courses. There are people on this call who will take on projects in the spirit. So we're not just talking like talk made by, by God's grace. Some of you will enter into strategic outposts in the spirit. You will enter into political leadership in the spirit. You will enter into spiritual dimensions of God's enablement. You receive the power power to design and build new life in the name of Jesus Christ. You will bring freedom to many people. So as a soldier, you begin to train yourself. You begin to build yourself. You begin to equip yourself. You begin to avail yourself of knowledge of the enemy's strategies. And God is calling you to be like this man of God, this preacher of righteousness who declared that it's time for all black people to be free, who declared that he dreamt of a country when men will when men will not be judged by the content of their character, will not be judged by the color of their skin, by the content of their character. This man spoke over the city and became the conscience of a nation and broke the will of God as a, as a soldier in the army of God. He stood firm against evils in his land and proclaim the glory of God. And I just want us to desire something this hour. So Lord, give me a place to stand Declare this morning, Lord, give me an opportunity to speak. Lord, strengthen my mind, strengthen my heart. Grant that I will not just be a runner running away from all the responsibility you're giving to me. I will respond to you. Let's pray one more time. Can we unmute our mics and then pray together? So, Lord, I am responding as a nation builder. I'm responding as a freedom, as a freedom fighter. I'm responding as a soldier in the army of God. Responding in the spirit, I hear your call. I hear the last call. Lord, I Are you getting something from this? Martin Luther was a man of God and he responded to the call. He became a freedom fighter for his generation. Lee Kuan Yew was a born-again man of God, and he rose to build a nation. When the whole, yesterday I was sharing about this man. This man is so inspiring. He built a modern nation out of the principles of the word of God. What many people do not know is that the modern state of Singapore was actually kicked out of Malaysia when they got their independence. And this man cried and begged to become a part of, of, of Malaysia, and they rejected him. And then by the principles of God, by the principles of righteousness. He stepped in and, and, and built a, a, an inner team on the inside, born again men and women, just included a few, a few scatterings of other people. And he took this 
this, this little team and brought Singapore from third world to first world. And right now he exists as a leading light or as a nation builder who built by the principles of God. Love, strong arm, strong work ethic. He built a nation and we have Singapore as an example of a nation built by God. How many of us on this broadcast are nation builders? God has called us to rebuild our nation and we're hiding away in faraway places because we're afraid that he will cost us our life. When God calls, you respond because what use is a life to eat, get fat, get old and die? What use is that kind of life? What use the light that doesn't step up into the plate of what God is calling. This is a demand of the Spirit of God right now, and God is calling his sons and daughters to respond to the need of the hour. God doesn't work from heaven. God uses the sons of men. I read in the Bible how God told Moses, I have seen the suffering of my people. I have seen the reproach of, of Israel in Egypt. I've seen how my people have been broken. Moses, you go like God, if you have come down, why don't you do it? Say, no, Moses, you go. God must use a man. So all of you guys on this call right now, God is charging your heart. You've heard these messages. You've heard preaching from some of the most eloquent men in the world, and you still hear more in the course of these 21 days. What is your response? Are you going to stand and say, Lord, I'm not going to be the same anymore. There's going to be a fire roaring through my spirit. Are you going to be like those children who, who are lazy, who, are, who never grow up. Are you going to be like God's children who never wake up, who never stir up themselves? Right now, this is a demand for men to stand in the gap. This is not a casual demand. This is actually the demand of eternity. The whole of heaven is looking down on earth, on our generation, on our time, and saying we are the ones. It is now down to us. It is now our time to respond to the will of God, to the glory of God. So what is your response? If I may ask you, what is your response? What do you say to this holy demand of the hour? What do you say now that God is looking for a soldier? You know, this scripture has been circling around. You know, God spoke this scripture to us about a week ago. And I heard Pastor Edem also shared it. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord sent the rod of your strength out of Zion. And the Lord said to Jesus Christ, rule in the midst of your enemies. And then guess what God said? You know, this scripture is contradictory. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Then the Lord says, your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power. What does that mean? Your people shall be willing in the day of your power. If God says sit, then how can people volunteer when he says to them sit? That means that even though God says sit, God says sit along on my victory ride. Come along on the journey while I destroy the enemies of God. Come along with me as I... Come along on this journey, sit on my victory train. God actually invites us and he says, be volunteers in the days of the power that he has provided. In the beauty of the holiness from the womb of the morning, you will have the dew of your youth. Now, I, I, there's no time for me to break this down, but it's, I know it's an elaborate scripture. The dew of your youth speaks of a time when you are able to respond. It speaks of a window when you are able to produce strength according to the word of God, according to the purpose of God being outworked in you. People shall volunteer in the day of the Lord. Are you a volunteer today? This is the day of the Lord. Are you a volunteer? This is the season of God. Are you a volunteer? Is there a response being produced by you in this day? Is this a season when you're saying, yes, Lord, here I am. Hallelujah. Amen. See, this is a nation builder. This is a man. It's a man, like I know him personally. This guy is actually in Nigeria crying out. So it's not just about international people. There are people here who their lives are always in danger every day, speaking up against an unrighteous government, standing in the place of power and pointing fingers and declaring the mind of God. 
this is an Anglican archbishop, but, sorry, he's a Catholic archbishop, but, but then he's a Catholic archbishop of Sokoto, but this guy speaks truth, standing in the midst of oppression and holding the banner of righteousness and negotiating with dirty men, the, the glory of God and the will of God for the area and creating space for believers of all types. You know, there are people who are responding now. You don't need to be a priest. You don't need to be anything. You can just start from your bedroom and God who sees you where you are will open the door. How many of us are business leaders, have connections even in governments, have connections in business, but we never see our business as a platform for the kingdom of God. This is the time when God is placing a demand for the people of earth to make a choice between whether they're going to make what they do in life their God, whether they're going to make him God. This is the time when God is actually asking us to journey differently. It's clear through the pandemic that God doesn't want us to do business as usual. This is the time. I don't have time, but I just want us to press him into God one more time and respond to his will, respond to his call. With long, with long, we long with all humility and patience. We pray for a man whose rulership will be recognized across cities and territories and lands and sea. A man who will turn bloody killing machines, bombers, drones, assault rifles and landmines into instruments of peace. We're looking for men who have tools for work, who will convert these war tools into tools for work and agricultural implements. We're looking for a king who will rule with love and justice. Love and justice. This is the new way to rule. Even though God is inviting us into his army, he's not only asking us to bomb or to kill, he's actually asking us to beat our plowshares, to beat our swords into plowshares. There's a scripture in the book of Joel that says, beat your plowshare into a sword. There's also a scripture in Micah that says, beat your swords into plowshares. Let God bring peace that our weapons of war will become weapons of peace. And declaring love and justice is the new way for the glory of God to be manifest in all the earth. Now, what does God do when we respond to the intent that now, the let's read this together. One, two, go. Please unmute your mic. Let's read this together. I want us to declare this like a few times. Why is God asking us to respond? One, two, go. Ephesians chapter three, to the intent. That now the manifold wisdom of God might be known by the church God has accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord to the intent that God will make known his wisdom to the intent that principalities and powers will know the eternal purpose of God to the intent that the spirits that run the earth will understand that God has placed the people on the earth called the church and God will display his many-sided wisdom, the, his many-sided wisdom, his, his diversity, his, his intricate wisdom will be revealed to the principalities and powers. Can I ask you a question? Does anything you do in your life show principalities and powers in heavenly places what God is like? Or is your life all at bound? Is your life all down to your job, your car, your house, your children? Are you earthbound? Can you see in the spirit? Can you see that you are part of something eternal? This is the vision God wants you to have, for you to understand that you are part of an army. And once he summons this army, he demands a response. This is the time when God is laying forth his army and calling forth his people to respond. Respond, respond. There's an old song that says, I won't be holding back at all, responding to your call. Yes, I will open up my heart, ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my heart and into my soul, pledging my life, serving you is my desire. I won't be holding back at all. 
I will not be holding back at all, responding to your call. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Beware, lest anyone, Colossians 2, verse 89, should cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you're complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. I say this one for the people who don't think they are ready. I say this one for the people who don't think they are ready to be soldiers. Look out, in Christ, everything you need lives. Every power you need is in God. Guess all you need, willingness, response. All you need is not to produce your own power. God is not calling you to come and fight devils by your own guns. You know, no soldier produces his own instrument. No soldier worries about what he's going to eat. Every soldier takes the provision for his warfare from his army. Every soldier does not even trust in his own body for training. He submits his body to the military process. That process mm -hmm. is designed to make a soldier out of any lily-livered guy. All you need to do is submit yourself to God and you are complete in him. Say, declare this completion one more time. Let's declare it together. Let's spend a minute pr pr praying. Lord, I don't know what you're, I don't know all that you're asking me to be, but yes, I am ready. Lord. I don't yes. know all you're saying that I am, but I'm ready. I am ready. I, I'm ready, oh God. I'm ready, oh God. Walk your readiness in my heart. As you call me, oh God, serve you I see the full picture, Lord, but I am ready, Lord. But I am ready. I rejoice Father, the willingness of heart is all you desire. I respond to your spirit, oh God. Father, I respond, oh God. I respond, O oh God, to your call. I respond to the sound of heaven, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, O Lord, One last point. I want you to ask God to rewrite your story. I want you to ask God to send you as a redeeming ambassador. I want God to ask God, I want you to ask God to, to make his purpose and, and your work and ministry very clear. I want God to ask, I want you to ask God to make you a soldier. I want mm -hmm. you to ask God these four prayer requests. Lord, rewrite my story. You know, Jesse, like one day I was sharing, I talked about the predictable life. That predictable life which everybody gives to us when you are when you are 25, when you are 30, you must be married, when you are 40, you must be a millionaire, when you're 50, you must have this. This is called predictable life. God did not send you here for the predictable life. God just sent you here to do a purpose. And I just want you to ask God to uncover that purpose, just to reveal to you what you're supposed to do and to begin to give you the first steps towards matching towards your agenda in life. And God will uncover and awaken you to his design, to his purpose, to the craftsmanship of his glory. And God will expand your spirit to grasp the reason why you lay hold of him. Let's pray together one more time. Your glory, 
But to what shall I liken this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their companions saying, we have played the flute for you and you did not dance. We have mourned to you and you did not lament. So for John came neither drinking nor eating. You said he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking. He said, look, a glutton and a wine biber and a friend of sinners, but wisdom is justified of her children. Now, do you know that we will always be criticized? If you're always fasting, you'll be criticized. If you're always eating, you'll be criticized. John the Baptist was on one side, Jesus was on the other side. Both of them were criticized. Both of them had result, right? God, everything God does in our lives is for a response. God wants to bring about a response. God wants to bring about a grace. God wants to bring about a power in your life. But how do you respond? How do you respond? The whole idea is dance, dance is one, and then mourn, and then lament. When we play the flute, when you hear music, dance. When you hear mourning, 
lament. The sound you hear will determine what you do. And we are all called to respond. On this, summon his army. The biggest thing is actually not the trumpet sound. It's actually the response of God's people. The Bible says, in the days of his power, his people shall win. There will be a willingness in your heart. There will be a tearing in your spirit. And as you hear this tearing, respond. Because God is saying, do I have to kill somebody in your family before you respond? Do I have to kill someone close to you before you respond? That's what this scripture just simply means. I didn't want to go there, but let me go there all the way. Do I, what do I have to destroy in your life? Do I have to end your job and end everything that seems good in your life before you respond, before you belong to the army? What do you want me to break? Or do you want the sound of rejoicing? When you hear the sound, respond. Provide the appropriate response because God delights that of our own volition, we choose him. We don't have that much of a choice in any case. Some of you, you said you're going to be like other nations, but God says what you have in mind will never happen. You're always going to be mine. And you know, some of us, we've already declared it in prayer, in all these meetings, we go, we, we say it, oh God, I, I will always be yours. God, I am yours. Do you understand? God, I will never turn back. We sing those worship songs. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Then when it comes to doing it, we flinch back. And God is not having it anymore. It's time for you to respond. Respond to the call. And you know, I shared this thing with a few friends I was praying the other day. I said, you cannot make yourself any better than God can make you. You know, sometimes we still hedge against God. We still block away God from our personal lives. Some places in our lives, we want to, want to just coordinate our money life by ourselves. We just want to coordinate our marriage life by ourselves. You know, so many friends of mine, when it comes to marriage, they run away from me. They say, Pastor Mo, the person I'm about to marry, I am not proud of the person at all. You won't like the person I'm about to marry, so I will not bring them to you. So you will not scatter my marriage plans. But guess what? Even if you don't bring them to Moses, who is a man, how about God? Can God scatter it from where he's sitting? Mm. If you build oh. something imperfect, it will still be scattered. Mm. Don't hide behind the wall. Open yourself fully to God. He can make you much better than you can make yourself. The wisdom of God, the, the foolishness of God is better than the wisdom of man. Mm. When you get the best strategies in the world and get university dons and professors and leading luminaries in any space to give you their best strategy, when you see the wisdom of God, shred human strategy in the light of divine wisdom and you will be accurate. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Just quickly before we go, um, um, please let's not forget we're still praying and we're still fasting. Um, today's the eighth day, um, so please let's um, let's continue praying and fasting and let's just continue um, waiting on the Lord and seeking His face. In this season, the Lord is um, He's pouring out so much in us. Let us steward everything, every word, you know, every every instruction that he gives us in this time and i just pray that the lord would release his grace over us that as he has released his grace he will cause us to walk in grace that we will respond accordingly we will respond with the with the appropriate response and that we will give our hearts and our lives to the process of god you know and god will cause our hearts to be willing as we align ourselves by by praying and fasting this is the part that we play we pray, we fast, we wait on him, we seek his face, and then we trust him to do his, 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 his part. And so I just pray that 
the Lord will do his part in everyone's lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I bless each and every person this on this call this morning um, as we have come to the end of August and as we step into the new month of September tomorrow. I pray that the Lord will walk us through this transition in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, and we declare that this week is open. We commit it into your hands and we say, have your way. Continue to lead us by your spirit, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen.